Three Cups Collective. This is the podcast where we talk about all things coffee, community, and creativity. Today's episode was recorded on Memorial Day weekend. We highlight two new coffees, we talk about COVID, our anxiety surrounding it, and our creativity during the early part of the pandemic. We also take a trip down memory lane with David and we discuss theories surrounding extroverts. We hope that you're all staying safe and in good health. Drop us a comment on Facebook and let us know how you are doing and show us any projects you've been working on. Welcome to Three Cups Collective. <laughs> Dude, it's so good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you. We're having a um, physically distanced podcast social recording. Distance. Yeah, physically. I don't know. Well, we're it's being social. We're just being physically distanced. That's right. So this is our second physically distanced. Yes. I got my mug. We got our, Yay! We, got our mugs. we have the remaining mugs that survived <laughs> the pandemic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So what are you drinking? I am drinking Ethiopia Momora. Can you see that? Oh yeah. From Griffin Creek. We actually got this at a, um, a farmer's market last Thursday. We decided to try it out. It says it has notes of grape juice, dried apricot, and floral strawberry. Oh, is that good? It tastes good. It doesn't taste like those things. I maybe get floral strawberry, yeah. but it's a, it's a little earthy. I really like Ethiopia coffee because it's Interesting. Earthy. It probably it sounds it's, like something I wouldn't like, but Sam would probably like it. It's not my favorite that we've had over here, but it's good. It's good. So you're actually in Oregon. We're having a physically socially distanced uh, <laughs> podcast. So we're drinking About different things. Two thousand miles. Yeah. Two thousand miles. Two thousand miles. Two hours. I, yeah. We're not wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> I think we. Can. So we're seeing you on the iPad. We're in the future. Yeah. We, yeah. We are in the future. So, so you said your your coffee blend, if I heard correctly, because I stepped up to adjust your um, adjust your uh, levels, but you said that it had straw strawberry. Is that what you said? It's floral strawberry. So it doesn't taste like strawberry. It tastes like uh, strawberry leaves. Like if there were a flower, yeah. <laughs> if there was like a flower that smelled like strawberry and you tasted it, it wouldn't taste like strawberry. It would taste like this. Does that make sense? Right. Uh, okay. okay. So is this, yeah, okay. <laughs> is it like strawberry, like grassy? Like grassy strawberry? Yeah. Like, like if you ate the, the green leaf from the strawberry. That's, what I, the green that's part. what I said. Oh, okay. Yes. I missed that. But more, I stepped up. More like flower petally. You know how like that little purple part of the pistachio <laughs> tastes like a flower? <laughs> A pistachio. You're yeah, saying you crack it strawberry open. with more dirt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's really earthy. It's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Dirty so, yeah. We, I would definitely try. Yeah. We have been living off of uh, just coffee. We, during the hard to get grocery period a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, we were desperate and had to get some um other brands <laughs> and it was it was bad so sam risked his life stood in line for some just coffee because we were like it you know it's worth it 
I signed up for um, NPR's Coffee Club because it's uh, counterculture coffee. They paired up with counterculture. And so um, we're having some coffee mailed to us once a month. But you can get it like way more frequent. Oh, that's so cool. I just started that, and that was really good. It was um, beans or ground beans. You can choose beans, beans. Yeah, it's it was Cueva de de los Llanos from Colombia, Nariño. Oh, wow. It was so stinking good, like counterculture coffee in the mail. That was really cool. Nice, cool. Well, we're drinking the Revolution Roast from Just Coffee. It's complex, smoky, dark chocolate, single origin Honduras. Um, this one's really good. This My is... favorite is El Corazon. I also like Soul Shaker, and now this one is also. Now this is one the first. Fave. This is the first dark roast that I have tried from them. It's so good, y'all. This is really good. Really been really enjoying it. I'm really not a dark coffee drinker, but this really is uh, has hit the spot. I like it. Yeah. It's getting us through. <laughs> How's it for you guys over there? Are things, uh, are things kind of... Are y'all opened up opening or no? things up or... Just like last week, everything opened up. Because they, they had that farmer's market. It was canceled for the longest time. And it just opened up last week, like I said. Are they open up at uh, full capacity or... Uh, some places are. A lot of places are still closed. Um, so, like, Harris County has more people population-wise than the entire state of Oregon. Wow. So, if you look at just where Medford is and the surrounding county, there have only been 38 cases total, oh. like, of COVID-19. And there's, like, hardly any people. So, it's been really easy to like social distance and right. the grocery stores are have already have like one way sh- shopping and yeah. people wearing masks. So like, it's really, it's still kind of chill though. Cause there's not a lot of people here, you know? Oh yeah. It makes it easy. So it hasn't been that much of an issue. Like the farmer's market was probably the busiest thing we went to and everyone was wearing masks and keeping their distance and they, and they weren't eating there or anything like that. You just, it was kind of grab and go still. Right. No and samples like and all that. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's gotten it's crazy been relatively easy. It, it's harder to get used to like the small town of things than it is than it's been being used to the COVID stuff. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. It's harder like, to adjust to a small town. Uh-huh. Everything is closed on the weekends. Everything closes at eight o'clock. Um, it's really difficult to find food and stuff oh, like that. Oh, because you guys like, don't even eat dinner until <laughs> till 10. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey, Kelsey won't get off till 7.30, 7.45. Right. And it's like, what, what do we do now, you know? <laughs> so that's been kind of crappy. Um, but we're, we're figuring it out, you know. Yeah, everything's pretty much open here. I think the restaurants are at half capacity. Um, beaches are insane. Beaches were insane. We we took a drive today, and we were coming back. We were like San Louis Pass, and as we yeah. were crossing over the bridge, it's just like 
seas of people, like just cars and cars, just intense, just yeah. right up a right, right up, you know, drive. You've been to San Louis, right? So you can That's drive, crazy, you yeah. can drive up on on the beach, right? Like on right. on the on the sand, and so there's just jeeps and trucks just lined up all the way around. I mean, as as far as you can see, you know, just tons mm-hmm. of people, tons of people. And, you know, I, I, I was telling Esther the other day, I was on a website. They, they give grades to counties and counties and states of social distancing yeah. and Galveston <laughs> County, Harris County, Texas in general, we're, we're, we're a grade of F. Yeah. We failed. That's terrible. We mm-hmm. failed at social distancing. We are not That's good at crazy. it. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. and they, they, they track everything by cell phone uh, movements. Movement, yeah. So they can just see patterns of where people are going and they, yeah. So we're, uh, we're failures at <laughs> social distancing, Texas. Yeah, we're, Galveston yeah County, but we're, uh, Harris County. it's hard. It's really hard though. I don't know if it's just, if it, do you think it's a Southern thing? Like we just, I, we just like to hang around each other. I don't know. I'm looking at Jackson County. That's the county we're in. Mm-hmm. And we have an F grade too. Oh. <laughs> I think we all fail. I think just America. <laughs> Maybe just America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the other counties in in Oregon, a lot of them have like C or D or B. I, yeah. But, I, think, I don't think I, I saw a county that had an A or a state that had an A. I think that's going to be pretty hard. You guys did it. No, it's not on there. And I think too, I mean, the beaches are packed. It's Memorial Day weekend and there's not any other attractions open. The beach is the only Mm -hmm. thing that's open. There's no zoo or theme parks or, you know, things like that. I think Moody Gardens opened maybe. I'm not sure they might be open, but probably at not full capacity. I saw Probably, Graceland yeah. opened this weekend. Graceland? Uh-huh. Graceland opened this weekend. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Go there. They were checking everyone's temperatures. They came in, and you had yeah. to wear a mask when you went to Graceland. And I think Dollywood also opened up. <laughs> Not that well, that's relevant to if us. You need, if you need some but plans. If you are Alternative plans to, to the beach. And you're in the Tennessee area, you got some options. <laughs> so, people are tired of being inside. Yeah, I'm looking at the whole United States and all is like D or F, like generally. <laughs> yeah. It's, not it's funny that they're handing out report cards now at the end of the year. Like, did you fail? Mm-hmm. Yes, you fail. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah. So stay safe, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's possible. We're, we're going to have to learn how to live with, with this, you yeah. know? And it's, I think it's possible to be safe and sanitary restaurants and, you know, places like hair salons and nail salons, they do it all the time. You know, the kids, right. uh, the lunches, that the kids get in, we know that they, they're, you know, trained, right? It's just it's, hard. It's, it's just hard because it's so ingrained in us to not think that those things are dirty, you know, right. like. Because I was watching, I was watching a movie. I was watching Born Supremacy mm. last night. Oh, we haven't seen and those he's in, in And he's in an airport in like Europe. So he's in like Brussels or something. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's using a payphone. 
like on his face, oh. like an orange payphone. <laughs> he's talking into it and he's like using his shoulder and stuff. Yeah. And he's got like a phone book and he's got a pen. He's like putting the pen in oh his mouth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he's like using the phone and like taking notes, you know? And the whole time I'm looking at him like, what the heck is he doing? He's gonna die. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Forget about what the assassins. You just you just infected yourself, yeah. man. <laughs> but that movie's like from two thousand four. Yeah. So like of course no one's worried about it fifteen years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. Another another Matt Damon movie I started watching and I had to stop doing it, but I started watching uh, Contagion. Yeah. And I haven't I, I haven't seen it. After I've... like the first like 10 minutes of the movie, I'm thinking, oh my God, everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to die. Just the way, because I mean, the, the way they shoot the filming of it, and I think you, you would appreciate it, is that, you know, they have, you know, someone, it's a Gwyneth Paltrow, she's at the bar, and mm-hmm. she hands the lady her debit card, and then they zoom in at the exchange of the debit card. Oh know? my gosh. And like how the, many, the touch points, right? And then the, the, lady, yeah. the lady goes to the point of sale machine. And then they zoom in on her hands touching the screen, right? And swiping the card. And it's just like the way they do it, you know, I thought I thought of you and I was watching it because I thought, man, David will really appreciate the, the cinematography of what's going on. It's pretty sweet. Now I have to watch it. Usually I stay away from pandemic right? or, or like apocalyptic movies. Yeah. How is y'all's like anxiety level? Not just like, just everyday kind of stuff. Out of like 10, 10 being like panic attack kind of. Okay. Yeah. I was at a 10, uh, let's say end of March ish. So now I'm probably, as far as anxiety, I'm probably way better. Um, Just because I kind of just told myself. You're going to have to deal with this on a long-term basis and you can mm-hmm. teach your children how to remember not to touch things or remember how to sanitize, yeah. you know, sanitize their hand and be mindful. I think the fear of them not being mindful of other people and mm-hmm. constantly trying to remind them you wear your mask for other people, um, you know, don't touch that. Somebody else is going to come behind you and, and want to grab that you know or you know whatever it is wherever we're at so trying to I think I shifted my focus from oh no my kids are gonna get it to how can I prevent how can we like be proactive like how can we be proactive in helping to prevent the spread and not be so afraid just sort of going okay we can we're gonna have to learn how to live alongside this for a while and right and building up our immune system and exercising and you know so i feel like okay i'm doing as much as i possibly can so my anxiety has gone down yeah i just you feel more in control for sure right eliana is terrible at wearing her mask though she can make it for about 15 to 20 minutes and for some reason she starts to like lick it and eat the cloth and then oh, no. she goes, ew, oh, mom, no. it's all wet. And I'm like, what are you doing today? <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> like, just breathe. All you That's have to awful. do is breathe. <laughs> what are you... Why are you sticking your tongue out or whatever, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we went to the library, and it was definitely a learning experience for them. 
Um, and the more smaller places that we try to take them to, trying to make them more conscien- conscious, more aware of themselves yeah. and the space they <laughs> occupy, which is hard for kids already, you know. Yeah. But it's, now it's like important. How about you? What was your anxiety level at? Um, well, I was fine until about a week ago until Kelsey's contract got canceled. Mm. And then I was at like a 10 every day until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what changed? Like I just the stress of trying to find the next assignment and realizing that we may not have enough money to go to the next assignment and like get a new place to live there and just the stress of like having to decide okay do we just go home and like what do we do and and the also the added stress of like we have all this stuff we got to get it back into the car we got to get the pets back into the car and figure out where we're going to go you know it's it's been oh terrible like i i had like an anxiety I was having anxiety like attacks. Yeah, yeah. Like where I felt like lightheaded and like dissociated. Like I was telling Kelsey, I'm like, there's something wrong with me. Like I was having her check my pupillary response. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing she's a nurse. (laughs) I was, I was like really, I was having a really, really hard time. Yeah. But um, I just, I'm just taking smaller bites of stuff, you know, just one piece at a time and. We're going to figure it out. It's going to yeah, be Yeah, I mean, because okay. what? Worse, <laughs> honestly, worse that can happen, you come home. <laughs> and, right. And home is not yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It's not bad. It was just the stress of, of finding out, like, just the sudden. Yes. Uh, that's, the suddenness yeah, the suddenness. It. it just threw me for a loop. Right. And it's like, we were planning on waiting till we were close to the end of the contract to start looking for the next assignment. But now the contract's over. She's not earning. I'm not earning because I'm in a new place and I haven't been getting clients, you know. And so now we're like, we're on this countdown clock to doomsday. Yeah, like we didn't yeah. ask for. Right. Oh, my gosh. Threw me for a loop. <laughs> yeah, it stinks having your life in somebody else's like hands like that. Oh, uh. yeah. Oh, yeah. And just uh, I was so aggravated. I've been so aggravated around the house, like every noise, like every little, and poor Amelia, you know, like trying not to take it out on Amelia and then she spills chocolate on my laptop or whatever. Oh my gosh. So yeah. it's just, but I'm doing okay. We're figuring it out. Yeah. How about your anxiety level, Sam? Um... During COVID, you know, I mean, and you know, I during guess during COVID, you well, are I mean, during COVID. Like COVID, but I guess like during the beginning stages of it, right? I would probably say, um, I, I was probably like maybe like at an eight, like if we're going to rank it out of a 10, I think a lot of that yeah. had to do with the amount of media that we were consuming on a, on a daily oh, basis. Oh, like news. Yeah. yeah news. I had to stop. And we would only, I mean, we would only consume the, um, very small, like recaps at the end of the yeah. day. And that was it. And it was so overwhelming. Yeah. That's the first thing we did. That's the first thing we did is we stopped podcasts we were listening to. If it was about coronavirus, mm-hmm. We, we didn't consume any of that. We just listened to like a summary at the end of the day or we read like one or two articles. And like, because we didn't want to get stressed out because, you know, her job and we were trying to get up yes. here. It was, it's too much. I mean, mm-hmm. 
that really affects you. You know, I, I think, I think for me really what, what really brought down the anxiety level, cause I, I'd say now, like I'm like at a three or a four, I think a lot of that had to do with, um, just getting into a routine with work and I was able to, um, have a couple good successes with work. So that, yeah. that kind of felt like, okay, there's a little bit of, of normalcy. Yeah, because be, at the beginning, everyone was like, put that job on hold, put that job on hold. And he was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So, yeah. so ha- having some having some wins underneath my belt, just professionally, kind of helped out with the stress level. Yeah, so yeah, r- routine and work kind of was beneficial to me, I guess. You know, and then kind of getting into a routine of, um, you know, not, you know, for a long time, you know, Esther was just, um, buying groceries online and then I'd go pick them up. Like the more steps we took to be safe and secure, like, you know, I think it just helped my anxiety go but down. But we're still picking up groceries. No, I'm understand. just saying like, you know, like not going into the grocery store. Cause I know at one time I told you like, like, I don't want to go to the grocery store anymore. Like, I don't want to walk in there. Oh, right, right. This was before we started ordering. So once you started doing that, oh, okay, yes. then that kind of, oh, okay, that's, yeah, that that's helps. helpful for me because mm-hmm. um, you just you just don't know like you just don't know if you can get it you know and then but yeah I think I think not not consuming as much media getting into more of that workflow for me was beneficial yeah. big time now that like okay so we're doing church videos and now churches are opening back up so now we're expected to be there live and also continue to produce the videos. So it's like, um, mm-hmm. so then it just adds, and I actually read an article today about a lot of, you know, pastors and stuff who now that they're reopening, it's like, well, you still, you can't leave out the people who want to stay at home. So you have to continue the videos and you also have, so right. you have to do everything twice, you know, once right. to record and once for, for live. Cause we don't do the live streaming, um, mm-hmm. because it's much more difficult and, you know, glitch prone and and more things can happen. Yeah. More, more things can go wrong. And plus we don't want people who are at home to feel like they're missing out on being there. You know, we want to continue to provide them specialized, like this is for you. We know you're, I feel like all, I feel like all life stream does is encourage you to go there, you know, right. Right. You're not here. Don't you wish you were here? Yeah. 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 So we don't want to do that <laughs> to people now because, you know, we understand they, they need to stay home. And so, right. yeah, it's, it's been, a, it's been a bit of, um, uh, stress, but learning that, how to think, manage that. That's, that's been the, that's been the new uptick on the stress level. So it's, not, it's reopening. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a reopening, it's, reopen the church, yeah. going back to work. Oh my gosh, the, yeah. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Now I'm just stressing myself out more. <laughs> okay, you know, get me back up to an eight. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> is, We're dialing me back up here. <laughs> I wonder if everyone else is reevaluating their life. I, I bet or if it's you. just because, you know, we're, we're going through the same thing. But, well, I feel more like because we're in Oregon, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're thinking like, oh my God, well, 
if we go back to Texas, we need to make this happen, you know? And if we don't go back to Texas, we need to look for this, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out what our life looks like because yeah. we have no idea right now. And and Kelsey keeps saying, and like, and because we're doing this at the same time as coronavirus, <laughs> like, what, what, it's even more, like, mm-hmm. heightened, it's even more stressful because there are more options that would have been available to us that are no longer available right, to us right. because of this. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely think a lot of people are reassessing. Yeah. I mean, Sam being able to work from home and be successful working from home. Now we're like, hey, look, we want to we want him to be able to work from home. Like, yeah. like this is something that we realize it really is so helpful to have him here. And the kids, I mean, Eliana is like, dad, I'm so glad you're here all the time. Like she will randomly just <laughs> tell him that. And the other day she thought he was going to work. And she just started crying and saying, daddy's oh going gosh. to work and he's leaving us. And, and I was like, no, he's, <laughs> he's not going to work. Like, he's not going to work today, maybe on another day. And she's like, right. but it's so sad. It makes me so sad. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, me too. Because, you know, they got used to him being here. And, right. you know, other yeah. than having to be really quiet when he's on a call, they love it, you know. So, yeah, and we love it. So. Yeah, definitely reevaluating how how do we want to do this? Because <laughs> you sure. don't have to do it the traditional way or the way that you know everyone says. You got to also new. Life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Deep you know, thoughts today. There, there may be, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it's a little bit of a silver lining for all this right that's true because you figure out what you want yeah you figure out what you want you figure out what's important you figure out what's fluff you figure out you know all those things you know and what's essential yeah (laughs) i mean everyone is everyone is going okay that's not we don't need that yeah i mean even things like entertainment wise you know like we don't go to the theater that much there's six of us it it costs like a hundred bucks you know (laughs) like so now that everything's releasing digitally we're like yeah you know 20 bucks that's amazing deal you know whatever um you know you realize that was a huge part that was a huge part for me though like because even though I, for the most part, social distance already. Right. <laughs> I still, I, I am. I was used to going to the movies, or when mm-hmm. a movie was out and I really right. like it, enjoyed. I would always take Kelsey because we I really like the movies, you know. Experience, yeah. right? The big screen, the theater, yeah. 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 So just every time I drive by a theater and I see it, I go, "Oh man, I, I miss that. Yeah. Like I miss sitting there. Like I yeah. don't miss the people, but I just I miss the experience." Yeah. yeah. Which I think are they open over there? There's like. 25% capacity? No, no. Nothing's open. No theaters. No. Wow. Yeah, deep thoughts today, guys. Well, we, yeah, we have a lot going on. <laughs> how's your, how's your creativity going? How's your creativity during crisis? Oh man, it's died. No time, right? Yeah, no time. there's no time. I I haven't made any new product. Um, I've just been knitting, just just regular sort of like standard knitting, nothing new, like as far as like a yeah. new design or trying to like think of something. Um, 
it there's yeah there's just no time right now mm. even though sam has the he got a cajon and we have the piano here and his guitar i mean it we have had less music in the house the past mm-hmm. two and a half months i mean if anything i mean i've 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 had my guitar uh up until recently had my guitar next to me on my like next to my desk and so in between calls yeah. i come playing a little bit and i put it down and i've been <laughs> doing that thing um but you know i guess my my creativity has has come i mean obviously we we've been we've been doing lots of things on the church side with editing audio and video um and that's not so much a creative pursuit right that we've gone out for it's something that's been kind of pushed upon us and we're like yes we can do it like a creative challenge it's a creative challenge yeah for sure yeah Um, yeah but i will say that at some point um between doing that and then i was editing our last podcast that we released um during that edit that's when that's when i heard your words speak to me regarding music and what did he say where you basically said, hey, look, it's not like you releasing something is not for somebody else. Like it's like it's for you. Like you just have to yeah. do it. You just have to put it out there and do it. And who cares about what anyone else says? Right. And so, you know, and then, you know, hearing you say that really just encouraged me just to say, you know what? I I, I know I know I need to do all this other things, you know, for the church, but I need to work. I need to work on something that's for me, and that's gonna help. That's gonna help my creativity. Because um, your passion, yeah. That's, right. So, um, so during this process, right, like, like you know, we we started looking at um, the track "Never Alone" that we put together and reworking that, learning learning how to do mastering, buying some additional tools, you know, hearing what other people are doing. Um, you know, I watched a lot of YouTube videos to hear what people are, how people master and kind of understanding yeah. those processes. Um, and then, and then trying to figure out, okay, now that this is done, what, what do I do with it? Like, how, how can I release an album or a single? I, I know how to do that now. So, you know, if you want to release something, David, I, I could help you with that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, it, it was a process. It's a learning process. And I thought, Okay, I've, yeah. if I don't do this now, I'll never do it. And you know, we had a little bit of extra cash, um, and so you know, we we went through it. And you know, Friday, I guess Thursday, Friday, uh, we officially released it um, to the public. You know, so we were very just very proud of that. I think I think that's kind of like been the uh, the highlight of all this for me. Because we actually did something for ourselves, right? We did right? something yeah. for ourselves, and we did something that we something wanted to scary. do. Something scary. I was telling Dad, yeah, we just want to do it so we can feel alive. We want to do something that scares us, so we feel like we're pushing ourselves, and and you know, you want to feel that like um, anticipation of something, you know, yeah. and kind of yeah. and the nervousness and the, you know, it's like jumping out of an airplane or something is you want to do it, but you don't want to do it, you know? So I was like, we needed to do something that just sort of made us feel alive. That's cool. That's a fun experience. I just sent you, um, 
his name is Alex Knickerbocker. Yeah. He's a professional sound man for movies and stuff like that. You should check out his channel. He okay. does a lot of stuff about EQ and voiceover work. It, so it's like audio, but also audio for video. Cool. Oh my gosh. His videos are really Wait, is that his really real name? Good. Yeah, Knickerbocker. I mean, how cool is that? Hey, Mr. Knickerbocker, cool. what do you say? He has like IMDb credits. Like he's he's been on some like major movies. And just his level of insight on just for like the the hobbyist is pretty amazing. Yeah, you know it's it's been a it's been a learning experience, you know. And I think you know, never like because I've never done this before, and you know outside mm-hmm. of like editing a podcast, I, you know doing a podcast and editing that is a whole different beast from doing a song and trying to produce, excuse me, trying to produce that and master that. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's completely different. And it's also completely different from, you know, what we were doing with, um, with Sunday morning church videos and doing that type of audio. Cause it's, that's different too. Um, yeah. But going through the process, learning, doing a lot of trial and error, um, you know, you're, you're still kind of, I think because you're the artist on the other side, like it's never, it's never perfect. Like it's never complete. Like, and you're always like, Oh, it needs oh, to do yeah. this or it needs to do that. And yeah, at some point, you know, Esther just like, Hey, it's, it's, it's done. It's complete, you know? And I walked away from it. And, um, and so I had, I had a chance to share it with, you know, I, I know I shared it with you. I shared it with my brother. Um, I also shared it with, my Sweetwater representative, <laughs> and um, oh, really? yeah, yeah. And so cool. yeah, he he's produced some albums and he's been a band manager before, and yeah. and for me, what really kind of sealed the deal was getting feedback from him. You know, when he said, "Hey, this sounds really good." You know, the voices, you know, your wife's voice is right there in the mix where it needs to be, and just gave a lot of compliments to it. And at that point, I felt like okay, I feel a little validated, you know, there's validation behind this, you know, yeah. so I felt really confident. Well, at least that you weren't going in the wrong direction. Right, right. You know? <laughs> and then of course, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, he's my salesman, right? He's going to say nice things to me, right? Because, you know, but, but, um, but regardless, That's... right. You know, I think, I think we'll it, just blame it on, on Cameron. You know, we'll <laughs> Um, that's not if i were a salesman i would go the opposite way and be like oh you know what would really bring out your voice this three thousand dollar mic there really you go need yeah to, you need this plug-in <laughs> you need a new instrument you need a new computer like, <laughs> <laughs> i could hook you up yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and i think he was you know because i told him i'm like hey like i like i've used i use everything that i've bought from you like like mm-hmm. on this track you know and i think yeah. he was really happy about that you know but um but I think I think doing something for like myself and carving out that time and just saying, hey, this is I've been doing lots of like challenging creative work for others. Like this one's just for me, you know? Yeah. And uh, and it's been very, very rewarding like to do that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Dave? <laughs> How's your creativity? I, I, didn't, I didn't bring my guitar with me or any instruments <gasps> i brought so he actually wouldn't fit in the car so i had <laughs> is either the, the, the guitar or amelia right so you're like oh, yeah okay. it's, <laughs> I, can do. And 
Kelsey, Kelsey won that <laughs> argument. So, <laughs> um, but like I, I brought my interface and like a small mini controller and I tried a couple nights, you know, trying to make some music with the iPad and stuff. It just wasn't working out. And so I begged Kelsey to let me get a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't live without this guitar. <laughs> so when that came in, that was really nice. And I was, I wrote some new songs on the guitar and I, I tried new songs that I hadn't tried playing before. And that was really refreshing. And that was really nice. Um, and then I, I haven't made a video in I don't know how long, um, just because I, I got bogged down on the files. I was been working on client stuff. So being here, I, I, we took so much travel video that I'm like, oh, I can knock something out really quick. And it wasn't so quick, but like, <laughs> it was really fun. And, and it was a just for fun project. Yeah, just you know, for yourself, and I, and I just, yeah. I just put it on YouTube, sent it to all you guys, you know, yeah. and then um, that was fun. That, that's the only creative, those are the only two creative things I think I've done here. Nothing new, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. Mostly just trying to feel at home while I'm here, mm. you know, trying to find the comfort in that in the music and in this the stuff that I know and I enjoy to do. Um, that's, so that's true because yeah. being in a new place in the middle of a stressful time is just it's not more the like best. creativity for survival, you yeah. know, it's comfort not, creativity. <laughs> I'm not elevating the practice here. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to survive. So, so I know how much I can get away with, like creativity wise. Like in a new environment, I need at least one instrument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as long as I have my cameras and stuff, I can make just yes, whatever you video. Can make videos, yeah. It's gonna, what, it's gonna happen. What do you like better? Do you like do you like writing music on the guitar versus the keys? What do you have a preference? I, I don't have a preference. It's all about the way you hear it. So like with the guitar, you know, you're playing, you're strumming, you're hitting those other strings like on accident and stuff like that as you're playing chords or playing through notes and you just hear things differently, you know, cause it's in like an open E tuning versus like having all the notes available at the piano mm -hmm. and like having to manufacture a scale with your fingers. It's just different. It's more relaxed on the guitar. And I feel like I'm able to hear melodies easier than with the, the keyboard, I kind of have to find them, you know? I can't hear them, I have to find them. But with a guitar, it feels like discovering, you know? It feels the melodies are just there and I feel like I'm mining them, you know? It's, it's, it's a different, it's a different feel for sure. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like when I get stuck, like on the keys and I can't find something, um, it's, the guitars are just a little bit it's it's different enough that it mm -hmm. provides like a different space for creativity yeah. like in the um you know i i think of uh i actually think of never alone the song that we did because i i know i i played it on the piano but i know when we did the rough recording of it i have it on the guitar oh really yeah I know the first time we played it was at church and we, you know, we, we played it on, I played it on the piano, but the, the original like Apple memo that I have on my phone mm -hmm. is on the guitar. I think it would sound pretty on the guitar too, but yeah. I mean, I love the piano. The piano is definitely my favorite instrument. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. 
Oh, Dave. So uh, Judah, uh, he he was watching uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And so he came down one day and says, Dad, I want to walk. I want, what did he call it? He wants a cassette player. Oh, cassette player. Tape player. Oh, is that what he called it? Yeah. I think so. He wants, I want a tape player. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, like Quill, I want a tape player like Star-Lord, you know, so I can like be jamming or, you know, so we're like, do they sell those still? And so we, of course, look it up and yeah, Target has them, you know, $17. There's no cassettes for sale, <laughs> you know, but you could buy right. a cassette player. So we bought a cassette player and... Uh, he was super happy and we start looking through the garage and play, you know random stuff i'm like i know i have cassettes somewhere i think i have like a few at least he can get started listening <laughs> to something old you know so yeah. we, we find this little tin box and it's got some stuff and you know really just awful stuff church stuff yeah. and, you know yeah oh, nice. he's like I'll, I'll, he he takes spanish so i was like here listen to this it's all spanish you know <laughs> spanish yeah. songs and uh one of them says my interview with dad and it's hand, my handwriting so i put it in and it's us talking about ordering pizza or something and then it cuts away and it's your tiny little voice talking about dad's latest technology and his latest <laughs> oh, computer or video camera or whatever. And you're giving specs and you're talking about <laughs> the awesomeness of dad's latest tech. And uh, oh my gosh, we were just so excited about that. So we're going to try to like plug it into the Zoom, you know, because it's got an out. Yeah, yeah, so we that. can record it and we can uh, share that with everyone Please because do. it is so good. And that, I mean, it's such a an awesome snapshot of you because you were so into tech like back then and you still are and uh, when your voice was like really little little I mean, tiny you, you must have been maybe like nine. Oh, yeah. oh yeah he, yeah yeah it was great it was so great so you guys went through the galaxies to the commercial and beyond And now this is the commercial. The commercial is about Intel Computer System. Intel provides the most sophisticated equipment when it comes to cameras for your computer, processors for your computer, and microphones for your computer, including speakers. And my father owns an Intel camera. So, you should get one too, because they are very, very, very good. And, yes, they are very, very, very good. So, if you want computer stuff, go Intel. I've, I've always been a tech specs kind of guy. Yes. Yeah. Always spec sheet enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so good. So, yeah, so then we uh, looked online for cassettes you know i was like there's got to be cassettes out there or somebody like selling you know their cassettes yeah. or something so we found an unopened brand new uh dc talk jesus freak cassette 
<laughs> on nice. eBay. So we bought Old that for school. $15, but it's his <laughs> like, sure. yeah. So we were like, that's okay. It's worth it. You know? And so that's his uh, yeah. first, you know, cassette and he's been rocking awesome. it, carrying around that Walkman on his, you know, on his jeans. And now that's Anna so Sophia cute. wants one so that she can also be listening. So I think it's great. Community. We talk community. We talk community, community is hard right we now. We all the seeds today. Community. Stay away from your community. I know. It's hard <laughs> to feel connected. I mean, I think we feel like we are one as far as like, hey, we're all in this together type thing, you know? But then there's yeah. definite like, that person doesn't believe the way I do, so... Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely it's definitely gotten a little crazy, even with that. Yeah. Yeah, co- community is just a little tougher, you know, because you know I I I know I I uh, I I miss I miss community, you know I miss uh, you know the community at church, you know you miss your office community, you know there's 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 that camaraderie there as well. Um, but yeah, but you're right. You know, you're just like, would you say that extroverts don't really like the zoom meetings? Cause I've noticed that people who are like people persons, they don't want to do a zoom meeting. They'd rather do without until they can meet in person again. I like Zoom meetings. I don't have any problems. You don't them. have problems? No. But you're not like scheduling them, like saying, Hey guys, let's hang out on video. Right. No, no, I think I think <laughs> you're only no, doing them when necessary, like for work. Zoom meetings are essential to get work done or to communicate. But yeah, I'm not gonna put a Zoom meeting together just so I can chat with people. Right. So I think that's weird because in my head, and I'm not even a people person, but I'm like, you know, if somebody invited me to a Zoom. I'd, I'd be all for it. I'd be like, hey, what are you guys doing? You know, good to catch up. How are you guys doing? But nobody has invited me to one, so I haven't done it. But um, I, but I've noticed that the people that I expected to be like, yeah, let's do that. They never, they don't want to. They're just waiting well, until they can see you in actual person. Right. Like they, they're fine with yelling at you in the parking lot, you know, as you're kind of like dropping something off and then you yelling you know kind of shouting to each other hi how's it going you know and they're fine with that they want more of that Hmm. i think it has to do with like facetime they've already found a way to express themselves over text instead of facetime because that never really that's not like something someone does every day to everyone they talk to so Mm. like i think the experts are already getting their energy out there over text, and they don't they're not, they don't want a Zoom meeting. They can just do a group text, right? I guess. I just think that they're they're like either real people or nothing. Because like I noticed they're not the people, pe- the people persons, you know, that in real mm-hmm. life are not chatty when we're online, you know? Yeah. It's everybody else that's like mm. leaving comments, you know, it's the introverts. They're like, hey guys, miss you. And, and the extroverts are like, 
Well, they're there. They're, they're, they're just like this isn't this isn't good enough, or like this isn't what I want. You know. I think sometimes so, he's, he's coping like, that way. They take, having that platform removed from you to where you're in front of people like that. You know, I think causes you to like say, well, if I can't communicate this way, then I'm not going to communicate at all. Okay, so I have a a a theory. That we've talked about before, and I'm not trying to be uh, mean, but okay. it's that if it's not about you, then it's not fun. You're not going to participate. I don't feel bad anymore thinking what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't want to say it though, and I don't mean that, that in like no, a mean way, but no. it's like this, I'm not getting a I'm not getting an immediate like return, right? Yes. A satisfaction yes. for no, my. That's, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. You know, and I'll, I'll just, I'll be extremely transparent with you guys, but like, like as an extrovert, you know, like I'll tell you, I have no problem. I have no problem standing in front of a thousand people. Now put me in front of 10 people. I got a problem. Like, well, but, but even like, let's say you're doing, um, live, you know, like in person, like you, you're an extrovert. Um, but if we go, um, and it's like something that you're putting on, you know, and so you're an extrovert and you, you talk to people and you make sure, you know, even at church, you know, um, you're, you, you make the rounds, I guess, you know, and you say hi to people. And, but if we go to someone's, I don't know, birthday party or, um, some other like thing, what did we go to? Even your work Christmas party, like, you're just sort of like, eh, I don't need to talk to anybody. And you kind of just sit down and uh, have some food and just enjoy the time. Just, no, yeah. not enjoy. Just enjoy wait till it. it's over uh, because it's not exactly yours. It's not my function. Right. Right. So but, that's what I'm okay. feeling like so, so, with the Zoom and the online. They're like, eh, this is not, well, a, this is that, not for me because it's part, not. Like part of that for me, right? So. So obviously for extroverts, the the energy that you get from the room is what you thrive on, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so when it is your function, right, or whatever, if it's your... But because if it's your function, people are coming there for you. for me, right? And so you thrive off of that. You work off of that. You know, it's enjoyable. You get energy from it. It's great. What is not, what is not for you, right? And I can only speak for myself. Right, so I can't speak for any other expert. But when it's not for me, when it's not my function, then in my mind I take a step back because because I know what it feels like as an extrovert for someone else to take my function over. <laughs> so I step back so that that person can have their time. So okay, like, so okay. Like, for instance, like I like, don't believe you. No, no, no. I just I'm, think you're sulking. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. No, no, no. So, like, if it's like a work thing, like I, like I know, like, hey, that's that's the this belongs to my bosses. I'm there for them. I'm there to interact with them. You know, we're there to celebrate the year. But I'm like, not, you completely ignore your colleagues. But though. I'm not there. I'm not gonna work the room. <laughs> like, I'm just. That's just not. But I thought that you liked these people. <laughs> I do like them. I do like them. But I'm not gonna work the room. Like, like I'm like I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna enjoy a nice meal. I'm gonna enjoy my time. We're gonna exchange gifts, right? But like, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus my energies on 
whoever's at my table and whoever's sitting next to me, I'm going to talk to. And that's just, that's just what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm just trying to understand why, but also so, now with the all line, go, go ahead, Dave. What I was trying to say, my theory that I didn't want to say, cause why, why do extroverts not do like zoom calls? Well, mm-hmm. my theory that I didn't want to say, cause I thought it was afraid it was going to be mean was that they enjoy the shift of focus and being able to turn people's attention either toward themselves or like toward something. And you can't do that on a Zoom call because there's one director and that person is talking to everyone else and right. it's a very controlled environment. You have to but take like turns. In a party, yeah, but like in a party setting, the extrovert's the first to be like, oh, look at this guy's shoes, everybody, yay. Or they're the, they're the first to like make a joke and turn the attention to themselves. Right. And tell story after the story dynamic, after they story. Enjoy the shift. Right. Yeah. So they enjoy like the shift of the dynamics, and it's. I feel like that's what they can't do. Realize too, like, like for, and you. I'm sure you know this about me, um, but I am not, like, I am not high level extrovert. Right. Right. So, like, there's people at my office that I consider high level extrovert. So in in those scenarios, they're they're there to they're there to entertain. Right, like they're going to be in there. They're going to crack the jokes. They're going to be there. Hey, that's that's just, no matter what room, no matter what, what situation, room, no yeah. What they situation, walk in, no it's, room, they got it. Um, that's that's just not that's just not me. <laughs> like that's not me. Like I, like I wouldn't do that. Thanks. And it doesn't like a high level extrovert. It doesn't matter if that's their if that's their their platform or not. It will become their. Body. If you allow them the floor, they will hold they it will for as long as possible it's... until they have to pee or eat. But I mean, them. I feel like that that leaves. When I talk about extroverts, I mean like a normal extrovert. I feel like that's <laughs> pathological. You know, I feel like that's <laughs> outside the extreme, realm. Right? Yeah, that's too much. Everyone thinks it's too much. Other extroverts think it's too much. So, <laughs> right. 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 Can so, you really call so... yourself an extrovert when you're really just? flamboyant like narcissistic (laughs) like even you know we've held um we've held you know at work right i mean we're a media company so we hold a lot of mixers throughout the year or we did right (laughs) um and so those like those type of events like you like you have to work the room like you have to talk to people and so i have no problem doing that yeah, you know, that's why you are in that job because you're a, good at it. It's enjoyable. I like it, you know, but also in that scenario, in my head, hey, this is a company event. This is my event. I'm, I I enjoy doing this. Right. You know, and same thing right. with, I think, with church too. Right. So when, you know, what you're happens on Sunday, there, so yeah. I'm there, <laughs> I enjoy people, we're talking, you know, it's, it's good. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take over you know a six year old's birthday party. Like yeah, I'll I'll introduce myself to everyone and I'll talk to everyone, but I'm just not gonna be like, hey, so tell me about yourself. There's just situations, social situations that we've been in where I needed you to be extroverted, and you're like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> like at your Christmas party you know where i'm like hey you should probably like introduce me to people or you know you are you going to talk to that person because if you don't talk to that person i don't know who they are so there's like no conversation happening for me so i'm like Mm -hmm. feeling super 
even more awkward. Yeah. And he's just like enjoying his his uh, good free meal, you know, and and he's <laughs> totally happy with life. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're not talking to anyone. We're being super rude. And, you know, shouldn't you be talking, you know, and, and he's just like, no, this is good. <laughs> That's what I so, came for. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's funny that you're saying this, right? Because I'm, I'm like, I'm beginning to process my life, right? <laughs> <laughs> and because I, I, I have a, I have a friend uh, from college, right? And one, like, one thing he would always tell me, like after you know, after we got to know each other very well, is he said he would always tell, he'd always call me Puente. So he would always say Puente. You know what, like. So the first day I met you, I always thought you were stuck up Mexican, right? And and uh, and even like he goes and even today he'll still say, "I still think you're stuck up Mexican." <laughs> right. But I, I don't know maybe I'm a stuck up Mexican. I don't know because you're only you're only social when when I want it to. It feeds. Right. When it's feeds beneficial you, feeding you, in a normal way, in a normal level. You know, I, I mean, you know, I just, I think that it's been we surprising. Extra, we extroverts get scrutinized the most. I just think it's surprising how little I've tried to get you to do, like, um, go live on that, you know thing and so you, people can talk to he's like well nobody's on nobody's getting on i'm like no i know they'll get on later and then they'll see it and they'll comment and he's like well that's stupid <laughs> like if they're not showing up right at that time i'm not doing it you know like he it's not satisfying his need for interaction because it's one-sided right. as well and so if uh, that's i guess i'm not it's, it's understanding like, why but. think of like your late night people like kimball and Fallon, okay. who they do monologues like five times a week, okay. right? They record these, they stream, you know, they have them live. They do monologues in front of people and they get their reaction, right? They hear the laugh and they're able to thrive on that. And I noticed that early on during their time, you know, especially with Fallon, he would record something, say a joke, and then like yeah, there's, there's nothing. no reaction like there's for that, no yeah. reaction you know there's no feedback yeah. and it's like the joke like goes out and falls you know and then as it went along and then he had his daughters there and his wife there his wife wouldn't say anything she would just record and then his wife started saying like oh that was okay yeah. or that was all right or his daughters would say boo you know and give them thumbs down you know but but i think that once he started getting those reactions then his jokes started getting funnier as it went along he would make up little the little extras right. that make it even funnier. and that's like that's where it's tough for i think anyone who's trying to communicate or speak to someone or mm. interact like if there's no if there's no interaction then instant just, feedback yeah i'm just talking to a wall like, right you well i talk to a wall room. i'm used to talking to walls <laughs> I used to talking to myself, being in my own head, having a conversation, you know, and I guess that's the difference. Yeah. And I think conversations should always, you should always take turns. You know, you have six people on a Zoom call and the first person starts out, hey, how's it going? How, how's it been for you? And they say that and then the next person, the next person until all six people get to have their say. Okay, because <laughs> in normal no. conversations, I never get to say my 
my you know thing and sometimes even with y'all two I have to say okay I haven't answered the question yet guys let me say it. and you're oh yeah 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 right 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 right, right. we edit that out yes we do we edit that part out <laughs> I don't know my, my favorite conference calls are ones where I don't talk at all I just get to listen to everybody those are my favorite you know the ones that you just come in and you go David and they know that you're there yeah. when you yeah. when you when you beep in and then yeah we've had some it. of those yeah those are good. David, David, are you, are you on the call? Silence. Yes. <laughs> Let me unmute myself. Yes, I'm still here. No, yeah. Unmute. Yes, I'm still yes, here. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> it's been really weird having to adjust like this. And I wonder, yeah. I mean, I do feel bad. Like, I feel for my extroverted friends. I try to, you know, give them some kind of contact on a very regular basis um mm-hmm. in you know if they are posting on something make sure i always give them some kind of response or feedback not just a like because when you yeah. have, like at least say something about it you know or make a they intelligent to to yeah comment about it and and then they can respond to it and it's like okay we're having a conversation you know um so mm-hmm. i do try to do that oh no that's just my thought. I could be completely wrong, but that's just how I feel. If it's not all about you, it's not worth going to. I know, it sounds terrible, <laughs> right? I mean, I know it sounds bad. Um, no, I know that's not But it's exactly. not. it's not that it, it's if it's all about me, but I feel like if it's something that I am... Well, if you're not going to receive any like good feedback from... Yeah, if it's something that that is not... Um, what's the word? Like not so much feedback, but if it's not something that I'm helping put on or I'm part of, if it's not like a, if I'm not a part yeah, of yeah. But a think group about people, think about your interactions with people that you talk to, like in real life, right? And you're going around and they're saying, "Hey, I like that shirt. Hey, you got a haircut. Hey, you look good. Did you lose weight? You've been working out, <laughs> right? Or hey, that was a good song. Or what have you guys been up to? Oh, that's awesome. You know, whatever. Those are all questions about me. Yes. Yeah. So you get this like constant like uh, a little attention, like a little bit, little bits of attention, you know, like on a normal level. Whereas doing watching things online or chatting online, it's like, you know, everyone looks rough. Nobody's commenting on your shirt, you know, or whatever things that are, you know, fun and and life giving. Right. Like they're giving you a little bit of that that confidence boost and. You know, you know. I mean, now that you mention it, right? Like, I felt like, which is really funny, because I felt it was a little strange the other day when we went to the pharmacy, and the girl who's at the pharmacy was a different, a different girl than we're usually. Oh, okay. That than our normal one. The normal ones there, and I thought it was funny because her name was Daphne. Oh, uh huh. And she was so chatty. <laughs> like she's like, "Hey, uh, so glad you're here." Is this the right number for the rewards? I said yes, and she's like, "So do you guys got plans this weekend?" <laughs> like and she starts like like asking me questions. Did you I, think she was hitting on you? No, no. And then of course this is, this she's is just desperate for human interaction. No, and then the funny thing is like all this is happening behind plexiglass. Oh, okay. All this is happening behind her wearing a mask, uh-huh. right? So I don't really know what she looks like other than I see her eyes. Yeah, and. She's talking to me and just asking me a ton of questions, like not about 
not about pharmacy stuff, <laughs> but just chatting with me. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is really inappropriate. Like, we should not be talking. Like, like this should be very transactional. Put my card in. Walk away. Like, yeah. I feel like... like Our I'm, normal pharmacist, she already knows us. So like, she doesn't ask us all like, these questions. I feel like I'm going... Like, like, like transactions should now, should now happen like the soup Nazi. You know, like... <laughs> Move like, on, yeah. Like one chicken and rice. Put my money over, scoot over, and then I yeah, get my Touch food. nothing. Yeah. Sanitize. <laughs> so that was a little bit... That was strange for yeah. me. Because I was not... Because I think a lot of people that... Um, like, I haven't been doing the... Hey, how's your day or whatever, you know, it's just been, I mean, it's been a lot of self-checkout and the people I do talk to, they say, you know, Hey, how's it going? Good. All right. Boom. Here's my card. And then I'm gone. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'm not even an extrovert. Oh, you are. <laughs> you are because one day I was editing at the kitchen table for a very long day. And uh, yeah. at the end of the day, he says something and, and, and like, aren't you going to come over here and watch this with me? And I said, no, I can't. I have to finish this. And he's like, you've been yeah. apart from me all day. <laughs> and I was like, do you hear yourself right now? I have been at the kitchen table in the middle of the house. You have been literally. <laughs> I said, You've I mean, been apart from me all day. We haven't even seen each other. He's like, we have. We <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was like, I cannot meet this need. <laughs> if it is this extreme that you think that That's I've been apart from you, literally in the same, almost the same room. There's one small wall in between us. <laughs> well. And he yeah. just was like missing me. <laughs> you are an extrovert. I could not give him enough, the attention. That wall was big enough to separate us, baby. <laughs> A little small wall. You are an extrovert. Yes. We blame all this on the pandemic of 2020. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>